Welcome to the Cold Coffee Podcast. Yo, what up with it? What up with it? What's that sound in the background? Was you frying chicken or some shit? <laughs> what sound are you talking about? I thought I heard like a shh. <laughs> the only sound I hear is your seatbelt uh, oh, yeah. thing going up. That's yeah. all I hear. Yeah, this is just the, uh, you know, as I get settled in from another day of uh, trying to sell these goddamn cars, fighting these interest rates, you know. Did you make a sale? Hell no. Lady came oh. in, she was 10 grand flipping that car. But she'll mm. be back, though. She'll be back. Okay. Gave a good ass deal, so she can't beat that. Well, on today's issue of Car and Driver, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're going to welcome everybody back to the Cold Coffee Podcast with your host, J. Dot Rose and Doc Love. Mm-hmm. Um, we say it's a chill way to wake up. Super chill way to wake up. So, um, so, so what's been good? Man, there's been a lot going on, man. I don't even know where to start in the world today, man. Well, I mean, so so do we normally start with like with some news? Have you been seeing what's been going on in terms of uh, just all the the randomness? Well, yeah, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, just in general, like, um, like, did you did you see about that uh, train the train derailment in Ohio? Yes, I did. Yeah, so it was funny because um, <clears throat> I've been like following that story for like um. A couple of weeks now because my sister lived in PA and you know it was right on the uh, Ohio PA border and so um I remember when I first was reading about it there was an article saying why is nobody else in the media covering this uh train derailment this is like uh, a ecological disaster nobody's covering it and I'm like and I looked at it it's like it happened like 45 minutes ago Johnny on the spot ass motherfucker <laughs> what are you talking about give me the time time to find out about it <laughs> it's a media blackout <laughs> Yeah, it was just crazy, you know what I mean? But uh but it was it is crazy that they were carrying some real toxic stuff and from what I'm hearing, like um you know girl Aaron Brockovich, who uh I think Julia Roberts played played her or Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So she I heard an interview with her and she was saying, Yo, if this is crazy the stuff they were carrying on that train and that it could possibly infect the soil. Um, that the air and the water, and she said, if it gets into the Ohio River and then makes its way into the Mississippi River, I mean, it's it's not gonna be like a, a, a like a complete disaster, but it's gonna be pretty fucked up. They're gonna turn the whole world to Flint, Michigan. Ain't this about a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> well, and then and then like the uh, the train um, company who who would derail or whatever, they were trying to like. Pay people like a thousand or two thousand dollars, but they just making them sign these waivers saying they weren't gonna sue them after the fact. <laughs> mm. It's yeah. like, nah, don't, don't, don't take that at all. Yeah, it's but, hard, yeah. But you know, yeah. certain people are gonna sign that waiver, no problem. Yeah, and, and so of course, you know, Republicans want to make hay about this and like, what? Where? Where's uh the Biden administration? Why is like nobody's talking about this? And why is not people not doing more? I'm like, uh, motherfucker, and of course they they really tripping because this is like a mostly white, small rural community, <laughs> so they people, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, I was like, motherfucker, how long have we been talking about Flint, Michigan, 
that still ain't been completely fixed. And y'all talking about uh, the people ignoring this little town? Uh, was it East Palestine or East Palestine, uh, Ohio? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. that's the problem. It would have happened in a town that wasn't a holy word land, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But but you know what's funny is that first like they was trying to use this as like a talking point, but then like a week later, the same train company had a derailment in Georgia. Ain't nobody said shit about it. That's because it must have uh, probably derailed on Martin Luther King Avenue. That's exactly in Atlanta or some shit. Yeah, but you know what? That's Tyler Perry uh, studio. But you know what? That when when this type of stuff happens, though, you know, obviously they're gonna go back and try to see who's to blame. And yeah. what I'm hearing, and I haven't done a whole lot of digging, uh, but I know that they were saying that uh, there were some oversights, if you will, you know, and I guess, I guess really enforcing the actual rules that they were designed would have cost a lot more money, and of course they cut corners. And now, uh, shit's upside down in in the atmosphere or whatever. So, so, so it, there is two issues with this. Um, one was the Obama administration had this rule that they put into place after this accident that happened in PA, um, back when I was still living in PA, uh, and they said that these type of trains that carry this uh, hazardous material, hazardous material, they have to have what's called these emergency braking. Um, like systems, and and, and they're, they're supposed to be automatic, so that that they can prevent these type of developments because obviously you're carrying this hazardous waste. And mm-hmm. well, anyway, they got sued. The Obama administration got sued by a couple of Republican states, or whatever, saying, "Oh, we, we shouldn't have to do this." And so that the law still stood, though they didn't completely they weren't able to completely get it off the books. But then the Trump administration came through and completely wiped it away. And took that rule away. So, so like that's why I'm saying when people always be yelling about uh, regulations, and they be like, "Oh, we should deregulate everything." Well, this is what happens when you deregulate shit. Um, and so then the other thing was this, uh, like the stuff they were carrying, it should have been labeled as a, like a class A or a, like a major um, hazardous material or whatever. Top, but, top shelf hazardous. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But for some reason, um, they, they were saying that because they wasn't carrying a certain amount or because this wasn't something or whatever, they were like, they didn't they didn't label it the way it should have. And so this train should have never been carrying this without that uh, label uh, in, to begin with. And so they don't even know, like, what all, at this point, they at least they're not revealing what all was spilled because people are still, like, wondering, like, hey, do we even know? What we've been exposed to, so we can take the proper remedies or whatever precautions. Like, nope. Yeah, so this is a good time for all those listeners of the Cold Coffee Podcast. If you ever had in your mind that you know what, that you wanted to be a superhero, what you should probably do is go over there, get infected, <laughs> <laughs> and see what superpower you come up with. <laughs> COVID twenty twenty three. Get that next variant. <laughs> but you start mute. You might mutate. You might melt. You know. You never know. Mm. But, but no. in the meantime, um, while this is happening, your boy Biden went to the war zone. Mm-hmm. So so he he dropped down like a Black Hawk down in Ukraine 
And then and it was funny because he was, he was gangster with it too, you know, because Biden people were wearing those big ass uh, shades like he uh, like an '80s action hero. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so they called Putin right before uh, Biden touched down and said, "I don't think you want to send no missiles this way." He's <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, "You don't want to accidentally assassinate the American president, bro." I know you acting like you gangster and all, but you ain't that gangster. And then he, he, he's like, okay. <laughs> and redirected his attacks for the day. Wait a minute. So Biden punked Putin? I mean, like he ain't, well, he ain't, I ain't going to say he punked him, but they told him, like, they, they had to tell him that we going to be here so that if uh, you shoot us, then we know you did it on purpose. If you, like, you assassinate the president, you know what I'm saying? So it ain't no accident, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, so, uh, and so, yeah, if Putin really was, like, about that life, and he wanted to take a shot, and then he had to he had to uh, to go. He knew where he was at, and he had the clear view, and he got the all the long range missiles. So he could have did it if he wanted to, but um, but that's what I told him. Like, all right, <laughs> you can see if you still crazy or you still acting like you crazy. Because mm-hmm. if, if you crazy, then you take that shot. It's it's a it's a for real war. Well, his, he, well his this wasn't to assassinate the president. His threat was to right. You know that that one his. Uh, Modus operandi. That's what he's like. I'm just trying to murder Joe. Biden. Right, but Joe some Biden. people, but some people were saying, "Oh, uh, is Putin losing it? He keep making these nuclear threats. It's like, like if he, if you threaten nuclear weapons, you, then you know that, that that's like something you ain't gonna never use. You know what I'm saying? It's mutually assured destruction. And so, so you threatening that. So people was like, "Well, we don't really know where his mind is at right now." Some people saying he's like diminished mentally, or he has some other. Uh, health issues i mean we don't know because uh everything coming out of uh, russia is propaganda so you really never know what's what but um but they just had to let him know in case he felt like if you feeling froggy then leap but just know what's coming on the back end mm-hmm. well yeah i think that's a big and i think that's i mean for joe biden camp i think that's like again and i can't even say it because i'm in the south now but the way they report on Joe Biden, this shit is crazy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because Joe Joe be doing a little, he be making some moves and making some waves. But when you hear about Joe Biden, you just all you, you don't hear shit about none of that. You yeah. know what I mean? All you hear about is what ain't happening. Which just lets me know uh that he needs to hire some better uh people or pay some motherfuckers off or do something because No, 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 no. Because the reason you're not hearing what he's doing is because of the media that people are down there are tuning into. The media that people are listening to down there, they're never going to report the good stuff Biden's doing. That's what I'm asking you. Is it, is it different in Chicago? Well, I don't. I mean, I don't listen to just pub, regular radio, so I don't know what they reporting on. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, I I listen to, like, I have my trusted sources, and this is what I get reporting on, and that, that's why I know about pretty much everything, whether it's happening on in the Republican Party or it's happening in the Democratic Party, if it's happening um, internationally. Like I'm up on pretty much everything that's that affects us, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so as far as uh, what they are like, the people out here, um, just in general, pe- like when I talk to people, when I make a small talk with my agents or whatever, they know about stuff that's happening, you know what I mean? And this mm-hmm. was one of the reasons why I, uh, I stay on top of it because this I have to have those type of conversations. And so they 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 talk about the war on Ukraine. I'm guaranteeing you they're gonna know about Biden being in uh being out there. Mhm. Well, that's what's up. But I just be wondering, like, you know, like I, I don't think Russia won't all that smoke. I mean, we ain't haven't seen anything other than, you know, them terrorizing the Ukraine. <laughs> but as far as 
the response. So what we're hearing out here is uh, basically how uh, Biden's been responding in his in his efforts to support the Ukraine, given mm-hmm. their uh, sending the troops, sending the bread over there, and versus how his efforts are, well, not even just his efforts, but U.S. efforts in supporting American citizens or, you know, that's been through similar, not even similar, but been through other hardships. It's basically like, how you helping over there and we got shit to do over here? Well, I mean, you, you said something about sending troops. He ain't sending no troops over there. Well, not to troops, but he sent, what was it, $100 million? Uh, he, he sent, they, they sent uh, billions to uh, support Ukraine and they, and billions in, uh, in weaponry as well. What, what, you know what I'm saying? Long, like, I think long range or medium range uh, air defense weapons. Um, tanks, um, all this stuff, you know what I mean? So they, they pretty much, they, they spend a lot of money and I get that. Cause I, I had the same, I had the same feeling, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, you know, you know, black people could use some billions, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I, I get why he's doing it because, because people don't, I mean, people ain't even think that they don't think about democracy. They don't give a fuck about democracy. You know what I'm saying? Because people just think about my bottom line and my pocket. But the thing about it is that if there is no democracy, there is no bottom line of your pocket no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if, you be, if our uh, uh, form of government become a dictatorship or autocracy, then we just all motherfucking, um, like, orphans in a Dickens novel. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> please suck, have another. You know what I'm saying? No. You know what I'm saying? You ain't getting shit. <laughs> but, like, like we're going to be on bread lines. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we mm-hmm. let the... Because okay, so let's 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 do this unpack this because this is a cold coffee podcast and it's a real chill way to wake up. And what we mean by that is that we kind of want to like you know for the listeners, you know, that's been listening, you know the vibes. But for those who are new, just tuning in, it's we want to kind of put you on game so you can kind of articulate some of these uh, long plays and some of these complex situations in a way that you can understand a lot easier in a very chill way. So for those who don't understand why. It is important to, well, why the Biden administration feels like it's important that they send over this money to help Ukraine. How does that factor into uh, the U.S.'s long-term success? So if we we don't help Ukraine right now, if if Russia just came in and just took over Ukraine, they're not going to stop. And so just like when... Because so uh, Obama had the same choice to make when Russia invaded Crimea, and Obama said, "You know, I'm not gonna get involved." You know, what I'm saying he's like he didn't want to get drag us into another war. He ran on uh, anti-war, or whatever. So because and because Obama <laughs> didn't did like like <laughs> what I'm just laughing because he bombed and shot a lot of people. But go ahead. I mean, yeah, he did, but what I'm saying he didn't want to drag our army into another war. He was using the drone. He was on the drone ski. <laughs> like he said, you know, Bush started, but I'm going to finish it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, yeah, yeah, he definitely was on the drone, but but he didn't want to drag our army into a kinetic ground war. And so, um, and because of that, it allowed Russia to feel emboldened. That's what some people argue. And so this is why Russia is feeling like they could take, they could have easily just take over Kiev. Which is the capital city of uh, Ukraine, mm-hmm. and so when, when they so then that they felt like you know well we about to come in and we gonna do our thing or whatever, and so if we let them just come in and take Ukraine, then they're not gonna stop there. They're gonna push into Poland, and then they and then once they push into Poland, that's a NATO country, 
that means we all got to go to war. This is a war war now, again. And so in order to prevent a war war, um, Biden is, and also to prevent autocracies and dictatorships from advancing on the world stage, Biden is feeding money into um, Ukraine as almost funding the proxy war so we don't have to go to the actual war. And so he said, if y'all can stop them right here, then we stop them on the world stage. But if they advance from this point, then then, then all hell breaks loose and there's more money and there's more people dying and there's more people in, in, like, engaged in this this total war. Mm-hmm. So and I guess the other point that I want to make or just to highlight, because a lot of people think this is like a, a humanitarian effort. You know what I mean? And it is. My, you say it is? Yeah. Because uh, I mean, in some sense, because uh, right now, Putin is is committing uh, war crimes, and, and basically he's doing he's doing things that are classified as terrorism, not war. Which they they have separate definitions of the two. And what he's doing right now, some because he's not bombing other military targets, he's bombing civilians, which you which you don't do in according to the rules of engagement. And so so a lot of what we are doing is to help people. That, that are being targeted by his military and by that Wagner group, you know, that he's hired these mercenaries that he got, got out there assassinating people. Um, so our, our helping them is a humanitarian effort in addition to, a, like, a social, geopolitical effort. Yeah, but I think when I say humanitarian effort, it's not because he's trying to be nice. No. You know what I mean? It's because they have a long-term... In, uh, like It's not charity. Yeah, it's not charity. That's what I'm saying. So, for the people that's out there, it's like, oh, we're wasting all this money. You know, sometimes, you know, you got to see the next step. You know, it, it is chess in a sense. It ain't just chess. Right. You know what I mean? Because right. that's, a, that's a lot of the pushback that I've been hearing. You know, like, oh, all this money going over there. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's still trying to prevent a thing that's happening after a thing. And but, it's cheaper. It's cheaper than if we had our actual army over there and we had to go to work. We spent trillions. And over in uh, Afghanistan and Iraq, you know what I mean, and so and nobody wasn't complaining. We was there for over a decade, and nobody was complaining about that, and we were still spending all that money year after year. Nobody knew. It's just yeah, that because, now but people because, are. Because go ahead. That's, but but in turn, people that I ain't gonna say new, but like you said, it really comes down to the bottom dollar from what I'm sitting. And during those wars, a lot of those wars that we engaged in, and this uh, has helped boost the economy yeah <laughs> and yeah so that way when people get in they long as people you know can do what they want buy what they want you know what i mean you know living our liberties quote unquote people don't really give a shit about people getting bombed that they can't see because right when people, when people say when i hear the phrase terror versus war uh terrorism versus war it it, it to me that just depends on which side you're sitting on yes yeah, what and the I perspective is yeah, and I understand, like they say, one man's terrorism is another man's freedom fight. You see what I'm saying? And oh, hold, 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 hold. I'm about to run and grab Legend and let him in. Go ahead, keep going with this. I'm going to be right back. Mm-hmm. This message has been brought to you by my <laughs> dog, been shitting. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, for those who are listening, um, I've, I've always been a very big, uh, I guess you say, an open minded person when it comes to who's doing what a lot of times countries say oh we under we're being this is a terrorist attack but when people that's terrorist attacking quote unquote feel like they're fighting for freedom so 
that, that that's an opinion based off where you're sitting at. So I just want us to keep that in mind too, because and it's not like when America dropped bombs, we're using laser precision. You know what I mean? I'm sure we're not seeing the the actual footage of burnt bodies and casts being cried out and little kids crying and et cetera, because, you know, we didn't aim correctly. You know, I know that's a, a kind of American thing that we uh, pretend to be or espouse to be, or even use for propaganda to make it seem as if we are a little bit more precise. Um, but I don't think that's the case just in general, you know, um, and, and, and again, when I say I want to point the point because it's not charity, uh, that they're involved in. America a lot of times has a history of involving itself in things for a later place. So a lot of times, like even in the Middle East, the long play was, yeah, weapons of mass destruction, but it also was oil and to take positioning and to regain power and geopolitical uh, positioning. So it is normally a ulterior motive, um, one would say, but also you can just say it's a long-term strategy. So when I think about things like Rwanda, the genocide that happened there, and how everybody was going along eating their popcorn and not inviting and doing shit to save all those people, some people say it's because it's black. I'm Cold coffee. What up with it? Hey, uh, you know, back at it, baby. So we're going to uh, welcome everybody back mm-hmm. to the Young Cold Coffee Podcast. Mm-hmm. The host, Doc Love and J. Dot Rose yep. in the building. <laughs> you got to do your own voice over here, goddamn <laughs> engineer. Two way to wake up. We're going to do their own voice over this shit. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta save for this podcast. <laughs> I, you know, if your fans want to support us, we got a Patreon. No, <laughs> that's fucked up. But yeah, we back, man. We back, we back. Mm. Uh, the Cold Coffee Podcast, a real chill way to wake up. We're gonna put y'all on game. Discuss some things that you uh, have already probably heard about, but we're gonna re- do some recapping and without capping. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, recap, no cap, and we giving you our point of view. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times when you get the media, you know, it has a certain spin or a certain bias to it. And, and you know, some of it is not necessarily malev- like nefarious or malevolent or whatever. It's just what it is, what it is. You know what I mean? And so we like to try to give you some of it a little bit less filtered. First of all, we're going to cuss because we ain't on the cable news networks. And then second of all, we're going to give you the black point of view because most of what y'all are seeing is coming from the white point of view. So that, that's so that's what we try to do. Yeah, that's what's up, and that's 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 exactly it. Everybody has an agenda, and I think our only agenda is to inform and raise some good ass questions. You know, and, and also to give the information to to in a way that our people can digest it, or if they feel like it's entertaining enough that they want to listen to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, I, I definitely know. So, so um. So today's topic, I, well, I'm just gonna jump into it. Five black officers have been arrested in Memphis for the killing of our brother Tyree Nichols. Right. And I'm sure by now everyone has either heard about it or seen the footage. And um, 
to say the least, is disturbing as fuck. Yeah, I I didn't watch the footage. Um, yeah. I I heard the the audio from the footage, which was terrifying enough. Yeah, you know what's even crazier? This white dude at my job, talking about Doc, oh Tyree Nichols, man. He said, "Listen to this, show me this, look at this." And the whole time I'm thinking, like, motherfucker, I don't want to see this shit. Right. You know what no, I mean? I'm... Like, I'm at work around all you motherfuckers. Because when he said it was a police killing, I just assumed, you know, it was status quo. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, this is worse than the Rodney King thing. And then I see his five black dudes. I'm like, wow. But meanwhile, I'm old enough to remember the, the Rodney King beating. You know what I'm saying? And remember when it was being broadcast on the news. And that was like our first real um video evidence of the shit we've been telling people that's been going on forever but nobody believed us <laughs> oh, yeah. and so and so now like it was like broadcast on every news channel you know what i'm saying beating his ass and now it's like since then well really since trayvon martin it, it seems like um that the 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 constant replaying and rebroadcasting the black death is just like explicit you know what I mean? I don't, it, it, I don't even know what to say. It's explicit. I think it's kind of getting normalized. Well, that's what I mean. I'm, I'm, when I say it's uh, explicit, I mean that it's being it's excessive. You know what I mean? It's, it's like it's being played to a point. And so I do respect some of the um, the news sources who I go to. They say, you know what? We, we're not going to actually play this. We we made a, a, a decision not to play that part or whatever, or they might play it up to a certain point, but they like, we're not going to play the most violent parts of this. You know what I mean? And I appreciate that because you can still, you, there are ways to give the news with, without um, sensationalizing the news. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that shit, because I, I, I call it the, uh, I call it the scarecrow effect. You know what I mean? And what I mean by that is that they, that they, they, they put these things on display for two reasons. One, um, one, I feel like it is normalizing black death. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's, 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 I find it fucking crazy in a day and age you can show everything as it relates to murdering a black person. Like, you can say this man gets stumped out. You done seen the George Floyd tape. You done seen, you know, you done seen even when uh was a, a man from Amigos got killed. Take off. Yeah, you can see they they didn't they did not take off the goddamn video. You, know I mean? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? They didn't take off. You can see this man dead body. Mm. You know what I mean? And I I didn't see it because I didn't you know I, I was able not to gladly because you know I don't want to normalize that in my subconscious. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I still want to be affected. And what people don't realize over time when you see these things, um, they will normalize you, and that's and that's and that's a big part of propaganda it's a big part of decimating a culture or a people just making it seem like this is just what happens you see what i'm saying so and and what i what i call it a scarecrow because they they hold you up as an example in front of everybody else you know what i mean and it shows people that you know you're but that's what you do like the slaves basically you know what i mean like when they would catch a slave they would hang them and they would if they didn't kill them they would Put them on display in the middle of the field while everybody picking cotton. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it and it fucks with your conscience. It fucks with your subconscious. Fucks with your self worth. You know what I mean? And it makes you live your life differently. 
you know what I mean, for, I wouldn't say for better, but for worse. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, like, I feel like that that whole concept is like, yeah, if you are um, not following or not uh, getting news from uh, a source that is being responsible, then yeah, you know what I'm saying, they're they, they going to parade Black Death all around, you know what I'm saying, or like that, like it, it used to be a, a public town square event to see a lynching, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So, so, so we get that, you know what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, and and certain, I'm not even gonna say news channels. Certain channels, um, of course they want to put that out there because they, for them and for their people, they love that shit. <laughs> this uh-huh. is like the motherfucking hottest mix from the '90s. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> so they like, yeah, get this should get us this red meat. This get us rare than go. You know what yeah, I mean? But you know, with 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 it being five black officers doing this, you know, it, the first thing it made me think. My first thought was, was, was a, a, a phrase that I heard a long time ago, which holds a lot of truth. Not only about the the, the they call the blue code of silence, mm-hmm. but also they say when you become a police officer, you're not white or black, you blue. Nah, I, I think that's that's only true until you was black. <laughs> <laughs> and as you see, the 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 level, the swift condemnation, the level of uh, I'm not even gonna say retaliation, but the level of uh justice really was what it was. That came down on them. It, it don't usually come down that fast on white people. Right now, y'all, y'all are black. You know what I'm saying? We the police. Y'all was just over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that, that's fucked up. Nah, yeah. Because then, do you what, remember? Um, oh boy, he was a police officer, and and uh, it was in Wisconsin, I think. And old girl was like a white Australian. I don't know if she was uh like just yeah. an immigrant or just visiting. Yeah. She ran up on him on on dark alley. He popped her. So he thought something was happening. That man got booked and convicted so fast. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I was afraid for my life. Like, yeah, that They're like, yeah, sir, no, no, not that's not. That doesn't work. <laughs> that was a white woman. What was your? <laughs> you saw her. She was white in the dark. You saw it. Mm-hmm. But that's that go to show. Damn, I wonder how black officers feel about that. Well, I know a lot of black officers, which is crazy. Um, I went to school with. I probably know at least. More than a half dozen black officers. Uh, I I went to school with probably five or or six of them. You know my brother, and then you know um, I know uh, like people through him that are black officers. You know whatever. So yeah, I probably know at least eight black officers, and I hear them talk. And some of them, you know what? Did they talk that police shit? You know what I'm saying? And 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 it's just like. All right, you know what I'm saying, and I and I not get into conversations with them, and they, and and the thing about it is you have to realize that the the police officers they are charged with op- upholding the law, but mo- a lot of them don't always know the law. Mm. You know what I mean? Legally, like in terms like the way a lawyer would know it. Yeah, they be like they just don't they don't they feel like they is the law. Like right, say, uh, I'm say, I'm the police. Mm-hmm. Denzel? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the police. You just live here. Or, or, or like your boy Judge Dredd said, I am the law. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I remember a, a, a conversation we had uh, 
me, you, and your brother, we were, uh, we were, I forget where we were. We was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We were having a conversation about just police and, you know, bitch ass police and et cetera. And, and he had said something that it always stuck with me. He said, uh, he said, it is kind of hard. He said, it's kind of hard being a police, but he said, you got to understand something. He said, when you are a bitch and you become the police, you don't stop being a bitch. He said, you don't stop being a bitch because now you're just a bitch and you're the police. Mm. And, he said, and the problem is we are lumped in with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, but it's a whole, it's, it's just like any other job where you have, you know, certain people who abuse their power. Right. You know, and that is, that is true because I've always known, like, you know, some people think like, all the police in a certain way. Police are, at the end of the day, you're an organization. And I, you know, when I talk shit about the police, I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about police as a goddamn group, as an organization. You know, I ain't got time to go through it. Well, when I'm talking about the police, I'm talking about the police as a culture. Because Mm -hmm. that culture is what informed those individuals to do what they do. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And even, and it's the thing, though. Just because they are black police officers, you know, they black, but they still police officers. And depending on which side of that they uh, lean on in that moment, because in that moment, they didn't lean on the side of we black. They lean on the side of we the police and we can do what the fuck we want to do. But not only that, did you like hear that these jokers, they was all like 24 and 25. Mm-hmm. And, and Tyree was just turned 30 or, or 29 or just turned 30. And they said he was like six six feet, six one, and about 150 pounds because he had some type of disorder. All the police officers were 200 pounds plus. Oh, yeah. You know but, what I mean? But see, the thing is, and this is what I'm talking about, about being a bitch. Okay, now just, and I've been in this scenario. I've been in this scenario where uh, somebody been getting jumped, you know what I mean? Like, people I'm with, they jumping on somebody or whatever. And I'll be there, and it's all crew love. You know how we move. But if a motherfucker down, ain't no need for me to come over here and add a stump. Right. You know what I mean? What's what, what that going to do? Because I'm, I'm tough now. I'm except, though, RV. but except, you know when that do happen is when it's gang stuff. Gang type of, you know what I mean? It don't matter. They're going to stump you out and give you a pumpkin head just because you, they, cause you ops. You know what I mean? And so the police, when they start acting like gangs, that's what you get. Yeah, like like Tupac said, the biggest gang in America is the police. You know what I mean? But in, even in that instance, and this is what I'm talking about, uh, you know, personal accountability, somebody in that group should have been like, all right, he, he good, he down. You know what I mean? He, he good. Uh, I mean, that, that, that thought process assumes that they were – in the right up until that point. They should have never did any of that. Yeah. Like, 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 I mean, like, they're going to do what they're going to do. You know right. What I mean? But what I am saying though, is that there is no motivation. We don't even know why they did that. Like there was, they, they said it was a traffic stop, but the people who've been investigating, they said there's no evidence. There was ever even a traffic stop. Mm. And uh, that he ever even like did anything to cause him to pull him out. It's like, is this such a mystery? It almost seemed like a hit. Yeah, well, you know the the rumor is, and you know I hate to use conjecture because we don't know, but well, uh, uh, 
you heard about the uh, connection between one the one the cops and uh, yeah, but I well I did hear that one of the cops uh had some type of vendetta against him because he was sleeping with somebody's wife or whatever. Um, his his father, his mother, and, and his people said that is completely false. That well, he's like, is it, that is not the type of person he was, and he's not involved with nobody's wife. Now, I will say this much: I don't know because I do know that people don't know people as well as they think they know them. Uh-huh. And it could be possible because Tyree slid up in something. You know what I'm uh-huh. but, it, but even if that was the case, it, there, there's no reason and no justification for assassination. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It just, I guess it speaks to the culture of just bitch assness. You know what I mean? And again, like, it's almost to the point that so, I, ex- I expect the police to do fucked up shit. So, so I want to move on. Like, I want to move past the bitch assness. Because I don't think that like everybody not gonna get that, then they're not gonna understand that concept, and and so so like what you you saying is that basically there are some people who are corrupt or who who are uh, has ill will and do devious, mischievous, or just uh, bogus shit to people, and they did that in a regular life, and then they put on the badge and they did that with power. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I'm saying, but I don't want to. But I, but I don't want to move past the part of how do we get here? How do you get? How do you get to be a grown man and still not have, especially a grown black man, and still not have any respect of life for another black man? Mm. And and it, it can't be one of those things like, you know, uh, they was trying to impress the other white officers or they didn't want to seem like they were being biased. They was them, they stumped him out in unison. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? They, they What they did to him was obviously unnecessary. And it wasn't like they hit him one time each. Right. That's not what it was. And that's what I'm saying. It, it's a mentality to that. I've been in fights. Shit. You know, well, I've been we in know. <laughs> I've been a, I've been in several scrapes. Cold coffee. But the difference is this though. In your scenario, dude was aggressing towards you and he, and and the person you was with and they and he was doing the most. Yeah. In the but... in the Tyree Nichols scenario. Mm-hmm. He was just, you know, just mind his business, and and then again, the police was just aggressive for no reason. You know what I'm saying? And so the mm-hmm. the fact that they they the aggressors, they they didn't have any inclination to show any empathy or to pull back or to, exactly. You know what I mean? But that's my point, though. I had more of a reason to continue in my scenario. You see what I'm right. saying? I had way more of a reason. It, it was it was less. It wasn't five on two. It wasn't three on two. It was two on two. Well, three on two eventually, but you know what I mean? But even but that's, still, that's like trying to understand the mind of a mass shooter. Like, you can't really get in their head and say, well, why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that? You know what I'm saying? They, they knew from the get-go. But if they you're wanted a mass to... shooter, again, that speaks to the psychosis of that person. Are they right. five cops mass shooter-minded? You know what I mean? Are they... Are they, are they, the they, 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 they was, I'm, we're going to lynch a brother-minded. Mhm. Oh yeah, and that, and that's 
that's that's what I'm trying to highlight here is that the fact that they were in a different mind state. They had mm-hmm. lost all compassion, even with power, even while holding pistols, even while this man was handcuffed, even while this man is 150 some, 60 some pounds. They still didn't have the the capacity to say, you know what, this is enough. They right. Still didn't went ahead and tased the man. You so you said you said even while in my mind I say because of mm. you know what I'm saying like like, like that's saying that uh, power corrupts but absolute power corrupts absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and then you like you know uh like they talk about the San- the Stanford uh prison experiment and they mm-hmm. talk about how like people who was all peers and they just got divided up some people were the prisoners some people the cops and all mm-hmm. of a sudden after a little bit of time. The cops was abusing people. <laughs> it didn't take no time at all. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's crazy, though. And that's why people don't understand how power affects certain people. Like, it doesn't, it, it brings out who you actually are. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's one thing for you not to do something to somebody because you can't. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's another thing to not to do something to somebody when you, when you can. Like, they say right. it, it's better to be, uh, it's better to be a, a a warrior in the garden than the than the other way around. You know, what right? I mean? Or than a gardener in a war. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you see that so much when that power gets a hold of people. Like Jay Z talked about it. For those who you know follow Jay, you know what I mean. But it's really a a, a statement that's been highlighted throughout history that when people would get in positions of power, then you can see how they really want to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then you can see what their real character is. Right. You know so they, they so they say and that that conflict reveals character, but like you, the point you're making, mm-hmm. so does power. Because power, when you ain't got no restrictions and you can do whatever the fuck you want to do, mm-hmm. <laughs> then it shows who you really are. Because yeah. then you go you're gonna do whatever the fuck you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> power power comes with entitlement. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If power comes with entitlement. And at that point, that the people that you are uh, oppressing or subjugating become that much smaller, that much minute. You know what I mean? And it's just, it just sad to see that, you know, that it, I hate, I, it's always sad when anybody die like that at the hands of somebody that's supposed to protect you. We know that. But to see five black dudes do it, it just, it's like, come on, man. It's you like, know, it's so crazy that just like, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. Or it's just because shit been happening so, like, so much, but it's been broadcast so much. But that is giving me anxiety as fuck. When I go out on my morning walk, like, every time I see a fucking police car, <laughs> I'm like, this could be that moment. <laughs> That's fucked up. Like, I know, you know what I'm saying? But it be fucking with my head. Like, I be, like, just thinking, like, I'm just out here exercising right now. At any moment, somebody could roll up on me for no fucking reason. And for mm-hmm. whatever, and just start harassing me. And even if I do, like Tyree was like, um, like they told him to get on the ground. He said, like, I am on the ground. <laughs> they just like, mm-hmm. oh, lay down on your stomach. Like, well, that's not what you said at first, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, or they like, uh, let me see your hands. Like, like they was just like, and this is the thing I think Reverend Al Sharpton was saying that when he analyzed the tape, he was noticing how they were giving him commands that were directly in conflict with the reality of what was happening 
And so it's like they was almost trying to like give commands, like they was in front of the jury, mm-hmm. as if they as if they were defending themselves. But when you look at the tape, there's no there's there's no reality where they needed to be telling him the stuff they was telling him. They might as well have been like ride a bicycle right now. <laughs> ride- so 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 they, they it was like they they knew the script. You know what I'm saying? Stop yeah. resisting. Get on the ground. Blah blah. blah. And it's like wow. And so you know what? That's so crazy because you know the scariest. Phrase that police yell, damn near is stop, stop resisting. resisting. Yeah, crazy. When yep. they, stop resisting. That's when you hit a gunshot, bro. So I don't know. You're not on um Facebook back, right? No. Okay, so on on the Cold Coffee podcast Facebook page, uh, I posted this is a white dude. He he was literally at a uh, you know in the suburbs you have uh uh I don't know if it's like elementary or it's, it's like school drop off. Mm-hmm. And everybody comes to school and they draw their little kids up. I feel like that don't happen in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen that shit. <laughs> like, but but it happens in the suburbs, right? And so this mm-hmm. is something that all my fucking neighbors be complaining about on their store all the time. And so <laughs> just to give you a like idea of where I live. <laughs> exactly. and, and, and so uh this motherfucker, I was watching, reading this article. This this white guy, he's probably in his like late twenties, early thirties. And basically what happened was he got, he was at the, the drop-off line waiting on his brother, his younger brother, with his mom or whatever. And he got out of the car to take a smoke. And I guess, this, I don't know if he was high or not, but joking. anyway, he, he took a smoke and then he went and he got into the wrong car for like a second. Then he was like, oh shit, this is not my, this, this white car is not the white car that I came in. So he jumped out and then went over to his actual car. Now, I'm going to tell you this. I've never gotten into the wrong car, but I have definitely walked up to and put my hand on the wrong car uh, thing before, especially when I had the Nissan. And even now when I had the Rogue, a couple of times, that's happened to me. And I'm like, oh, this shit, this is not my car. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And so anyway, he, the police comes, they like, you know, somebody called the police on you or whatever. What was you doing there? And he was like, nothing. And he was kind of like, they, they was like, why are you acting suspect? He's like, I'm nervous. Y'all the police and you know how y'all be doing? Get on the ground. Like, uh, you know, start resisting, start resisting. Then I'll you know, y'all be shooting people. I didn't even 30 seconds later, they get on the ground, get on the ground, shot him. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was like so crazy. It's like he narrated exactly yeah. what was about to happen, and then they killed him in front of all these little kids. This is like an elementary school, they like, killed him, they, they murdered him in front of everybody. It was like, and it, it was crazy because, wait, wait, like, wait, wait, was he white? Yes, what the fuck was the world coming to? <laughs> And so it was something that I, and I was like, that's that's just crazy because it escalated. It, there was no reason for it to escalate. They was talking to him. He was talking to them. They was having the back and forth. It was no hostility. It was just he was being kind of sarcastic or whatever, but it was no, we about to execute you right now. And then all of a sudden, they just they, they pulled him out of the car and they started tussling. And he was not, like, he was resisting. But it wasn't like he was putting up a fight or anything. They they had him outnumbered. They had him under control. There was no reason. And then they just shot him. And then dude was like, oh, laughing it off. Like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was crazy. Oh, oh. Like, they let him sit there and bleed out for 40 minutes before the ambulance came. Yeah, they need him to die. That's what I hear because that's better for the overall jurisdiction. Uh, well, legalities of it. I heard, I heard something similar. They said... Because I used to wonder, why do the fuck y'all shoot people so many times? 
But they said once you start uh, shooting, you need to unload your clips to make it believable that you fear for your life. Yeah, that's a bit much. (laughs) And so, like, I don't know if you remember, like, it was probably about a decade ago. These cops, like, this is like the wildest shit. (laughs) It was like so ridiculous that that is funny, but not funny because it's tragic. But these motherfuckers was like, they shot so many times in this, this car. That at one point, a dude was standing on top of the car shooting into the windshield. <laughs> well, like, what the fuck the are you doing? They shot like hundreds of rounds into this car. And what, is like, Amadou, what is Amadou Diallo? No, no, no. This, this was in Ohio. The Amadou, I think he was in New York. Yeah, he was in New York. Yeah, yeah, and he, he was like, it was a completely different story. He was coming out the, the club and he had a bottle yeah. of champagne or something yeah. on his, uh, like, engagement night or something. Well, just think about that, though. It's so many people dead and killed by police that you get them confused. Like, was that Diamond Diallo? No, no, that was such and such. Was that uh, Tamir Rice? No, so, that was Trayvon. Was that Mike Brown? No, that wasn't Mike Brown. That was like, yeah, damn. So, like, I'm, it was the other day. Like baseball cards pretty soon. Like, you know, I'll trade you one other... I'm gonna do Diallo for you know uh, I mean? Philando Castile, Brianna Taylor, Sandra Bland, Tamir Rice, Trayvon mm-hmm. Martin. You know what I'm saying? Eric Gardner. Like, yeah. dude, like, man, like, it just goes on and on and on. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 people just walking to see your apartment and just shooting you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, uh, uh sir, like, I was just living. <laughs> like, what, what's my man name? The guy shot while he's playing video games, eating ice cream. Was it was that old girl when when the white lady shot him? The, the, uh, the Haitian the, dude, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. His name was like Duchamp Baptiste or something like that. Mm, like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but I remember. I know so you talking about murders ago. How can you keep up? You right, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like, yeah, like, like I was watching, literally watching this. Uh, so I think it was Brittany Packnett Cunningham. She was like on the show, and she was just like, she started rattling them off like boom, 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 boom. And she's like, yeah, it, there's too many. And so, like, I like, she's like, I can go on for this entire show. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, this shit just hit, like, fucking rapid fire when you hear it. Because, like, that could be any of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, like, I, I can tell you this, too. The, the fucked up part is this. And, I'm, and I don't want to jinx myself, Lord knows. But I'm not a get on the, type, get on the ground type of nigga. I'm just not. Right. You know what I mean? And... And I've been, you know, to jail. And I ain't obviously no long time, but I've been several times for, you know, just being ridiculous and traffic and fighting and all kind of shit. Is you a convict? <laughs> uh, don't put this on my resume. <laughs> Have you been this or did I go? That's two different things. Mm. No, but I can tell you this, though. The time that I went uh, to, to Cook County, <laughs> the, the time that I went to Cook County was so dehumanized. You see what I'm saying? And granted, I spent five days in the worst condition for a fucking traffic ticket. And you, you know had somebody ask you, you was going to eat your cornbread? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but for real though, it was like, it do something to your spirit, especially when you were uh somewhat conscientious person and you know, you know, you see life differently than somebody who's been, you know, uh, right. In and out the system. Yeah. Like, you know, and I don't, you know, I don't went to jail in Champaign, Illinois, but could count. I know. The whole goddamn whole different thing, you know, but a, a part of that is that whole, 
get on the ground, get on the ground. It's like, motherfucker, no. You know what I mean? It's like, but now it's like, I have to humble myself. I have to, because this is a this is a traffic stop, sir. There's no get on the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you caught me selling drugs, if you nah, me over it, you know what I mean? But it don't like, matter, though. Yeah, but like, it should fucking matter. It should, but it don't. Like I like I I remember like I was having a conversation with my brother and he was like you know please tell you to do something if you don't do it then you resist the arrest <laughs> it don't it don't matter what they told you to do yeah they be like, they be like put your hands in your hip let your backbone flip now <laughs> what <laughs> like, no. but it, it but it's 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 fucked up because you are a civil servant sir. You don't even you haven't even assessed the situation. So right. See if I should be on the ground, like if I had to get on my stomach and put on handcuffs and be on the side of the highway for a fucking traffic ticket. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that should come with some repercussions once we find out that this ain't uh this ain't what you thought it was. Yeah. No, yeah. no. And so I would say for me myself, the longest I ever spent in jail was one night. <laughs> And it was uh in in Charleston, and uh I remember a dude in the next hill was like, "Yeah, fam, they like got me like they about to send me upstate. I'm about to do like ten to fifteen. How long you in for? For like another fifteen hours? <laughs> I'm about to be up by the sun. I'm about to be out by the sunrise. So somebody put the bell. Oh no. Rule number one. Rule not number one, but one of the rules is uh when you in jail and somebody asks you when you getting out, your answer is I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. I was not in jail. I was in lockup. <laughs> like, like, like I was saying, I was in holding. You know what I'm saying? I was not being processed. Motherfucker still had his shoestring. You know what I'm saying? But um, but no, yeah, but... like like that that whole scenario is just just really just weird and just fucking my head up. You know what I'm saying? And so like when they say get down on the ground, honestly. I don't have no problem with getting down on the ground. I think it's gonna keep me safe. But it but nowadays that don't even keep you safe. Yeah, and so but... I'm like, if I'm gonna get down and you just gonna murder me, I'd rather murder get murdered standing on my feet. Than down on my knees. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you gonna have me first of all, you're gonna have me bows on all this fucking footage I'm gonna be so <laughs> And I'm a Leo, so I think about myself after death, you know what I'm saying? And then and then you gonna have me out here just wild, and then it's like, so if I'm just gonna get assassinated, I'd rather you just do it with me facing you. You know what I'm saying? Look me in my eyes when you kill me. You know what I'm saying? But don't don't tell me get on my um down, start yeah. resisting, blah blah. Then you choke me out for however like nine, ten minutes long. You know what I'm saying? That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, and that's dumb. All because you forgot the signal. Like you know what I mean? Like get the fuck out of here. Right. So, and I will say this too is because. I have been stopped by police officers, and some of them are, are, have been super cool. You know what I mean? Some of them, some have been super cool. But I, I, I do have a disposition of when I get stopped, I make sure my energy, because I, you know, I'm already, you know, it's the police. Mm-hmm. I try to keep my energy in check. I try to keep my tone in check. I try to, I meet you where you meet me at. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I try to, I try not to be overly aggressive because you know i got things i want to do in this life you know what i mean but, but see this is the lie that we tell ourselves though that, mm-hmm. that somehow 
we can influence the situation. Somehow, like, like we, we can do the right thing and not get killed tonight. You know what I mean? There, there's oh, nothing... It it's, like, it's, not, it's not on us. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's on them. It becomes a game of odds, though. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't... I wouldn't, you know... Push the yeah, buttons of anybody you, who's strapped. You know what I mean? Yeah, you definitely don't want to provoke or instigate nothing. Exactly. Yes, I, I get. But however, the people like like Sandra Bland, they knew they was about to kill her. Philando Castile. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like 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 once once they or even like Breonna Taylor, you're not kicking on nobody's door in. <laughs> yeah, but but that becomes a part of the normalization of black death and the uh, working in. Like I like I say, and, I, and I'm gonna tell this joke tonight too at this show. If you really want to stop police brutality and stop senseless killings, every time a black person gets shot by the police when they unarmed, that family should be paid millions of dollars directly from that precinct's police pension fund. And, and I, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, motherfuckers will stop shooting so crazy, and they all of a sudden they really think that uh, black lives matter. You see what I'm I, saying? Like I agree with that. But also, I feel like qualified immunity needs to be off the book. Like, you can't have somebody saying, I got diplomatic immunity to kill people. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you should have to defend your killings in court. You know what I'm saying? So, I would say that. And then, like you say, coming out of their pensions instead of coming out of the tax fund, you know what I'm saying, for the state or the city. Yeah, I, I definitely agree oh, yeah, with that. Because you know what they're going to do? They're going to definitely change up some shit. When your kids can't go to college all of a sudden because a uh, little, little bitch-ass Bobby couldn't. Or, 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 yo, or your $500,000 house all of a sudden is in forfeit because they're going after you directly. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? But you know what that'll force them to do? Is to have accountability as a group. Like yeah. when they shot my mans in uh, in Chicago. Oh my God, so many murders. You talking about Laquan Madonna? Yes, we did the uh, 16 shots. 16 mm. shots. And we was marching on Michigan Avenue. Mm-hmm. And well, I, you know, I was out there for that whole protest. I did the organizing, not just the protest because you know how I feel about that. Right. But I did the organizing, the planning, the committees, and you know, all of that stuff. You know, reached out to the family, and the thing I kept thinking to myself: unless you indict everybody that was right there, you ain't changing shit. You see what I'm saying? Because you know, that man emptied his whole clip and reached for another. One. You understand right. what I'm saying? But but that's what I'm saying though. Like like that 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 whole mentality of if I start shooting, I gotta come completely empty the clip, or yeah. else I or else the for my life. Like that whole yeah. script gotta be rewritten. Yeah, but even if you even if you even if you don't rewrite that and you put in there, if you do do this and we find out that this was not your life was not in immediate danger, then we're taking five million or whatever million. Dollars. Sir, that is way too much nuance in what you just said. <laughs> Like, like I, I see what you, and what you saying makes complete sense, <laughs> but you said if, if you did not completely fit for your life and your life was not in danger, like that, that leaves way too much interpretation no, no, up to the. Is, if you're shooting an unarmed person, mm-hmm. and you have a gun on you, mm-hmm. your life can't be that much in danger. Except, except when you go before a jury <laughs> of white people, of all white people, and they be like. Yeah, I kind of feel like that uh, Mike Brown was going to get up out that ground <laughs> and just uh, hawk out. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like like well, that. that yeah, yeah like, like like literally sometimes they they talk and act as if we have superhuman powers. Oh, yeah. That's how they depict you, though. 
Yeah. And, 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 and so as long as as long as your black skin is considered a whoever. Like you can you can never come up, up against an armed police officer and still be unarmed. Yeah, they ain't like this shit gamma radiation. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I am black. I am not the black panther. You know what I mean? But, you know, but, 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 but yeah, like, that's definitely some, some super crazy shit. And I know you got probably got to get ready to go or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, but I want to say this too, though. Uh, to all those listeners out there, get some goddamn health life insurance. You know what I mean? Get what? some life insurance. Get life insurance <laughs> that, that was a hard turn. <laughs> Yeah, I just started thinking about it. No, I, as I was thinking about police deterrence, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're not going to deter shit because, you know, it, it's always in my perspective, my perspective that people only make changes under threat of violence and, or the loss of their life or the loss of money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'll bet you like this. If, uh, what is it, uh, an insurance company, say, I don't know, Allstate or whoever, life insurance, if they was covering half of the hood, you see what I'm saying? If all the hood, of all the 16, 17-year-olds, the 25-year-olds... They would be shit, insolvent. Huh? They would be insolvent, meaning they, they would be broke. Yes. If they was covering the hood. Yes. But you know what they would also do? Just like other organisms, organisms organizations, machines, they would protect themselves. Maybe then they'll come into the hood and start doing police preventative measures because you cost nah, money. Nah, I think what they would do is just raise your rates <laughs> because <laughs> you are at a high risk of poverty. <laughs> are you a 17-year-old black? black male, uh, sir? Uh, we are not. <laughs> say, where do you live, sir? On the south side. Oh, uh, 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 what? Uh, uh, so you're on, you're, you're on, on the west side? Uh, where do you live, <laughs> Uh, 62nd, not 63rd. <laughs> no, say yeah, yeah. They, they, they not covering you, sir. Or they will, but they're gonna, they're gonna charge you a, a pretty penny. Yeah, your, your life insurance every month will be two thousand dollars. Real talk. Right, you know, it. normally, normally the way it go when you get older, your life insurance costs more because you're closer to dying. But yeah. now in the hood, they, they gonna charge you on the front end, not the back end. <laughs> you closer because you're closer to dying. <laughs> This is Doc Love. This is my boy, Jay Rose. Uh, this has been the Cold Coffee Podcast. I hope y'all got some information, some insight. If you do have any questions and or concerns, or if you'd like to be a, uh, you know, on, on the show with us at some point, guess on all our streaming platforms. They can find us at... So we on Facebook, we on Twitter, we on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Cold Coffee, Cold Coffee Brew, Cold Coffee Original. You just got to check us out. I'm going to put all the links in the episode show notes and um, just giving them a preview. The next time, I want to start really talking about the simulation theory. You know what I'm saying? The simulation hypothesis, because I feel like that's the hardest shit we ain't touched yet. <laughs> Nigga, that shit sound hard. Like I'm- <laughs> <laughs> the I mean, it was crazy is that, like, when I'm, I've been taking this, there's, there's theories of this shit where we might already be dead. And that shit blew my mind. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm like, we, got, we definitely got to yeah, smoke one. Yeah, that's the next time, goddammit. That's the next time, man. I got to slide over to this.
motherfucking mic. All right, for sure. All right, for sure. One. Until next time, keep it percolating, y'all. Cold coffee.